from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield and Ward White. And good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Thursday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ryan with Ward on vacation this morning. Uh, continuing his, um, I don't know if he went to the Bahamas or if he went to Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, he he could be. He, yeah, he's laid up on a beach someplace with a, a drink that has a umbrella in it. I'm assuming. So anyway, Ward is on vacation, and uh, he's back with us on Monday. We're glad you're with us. we got plenty to do today, lots to talk about, including the Field of Dream game tonight. That'll be fun. That's a really fun game. Did you watch it last year? I did. I, wasn't that the coolest thing? It's amazing, especially because growing up as a big baseball fan, me and my dad, we would watch all those movies. I've probably seen Field of Dreams like more times than I can count, so it's awesome that they actually put it in a major league game. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's, it's actually be. on the site where they film the movie yeah, as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that's kind of the whole the whole premise. I mean, yeah. now it's it, exactly it's actually kind of next to it mm-hmm. the uh, the actual site. But I mean, same same concept. Uh, and, and I thought honestly, a lot of times I think we've gotten to a point where these uh, Fox and CBS and uh, you know all those guys that there's too much in in a ball game. And they overproduce a, a ball game, and you know, let's let's go down and talk to the coach in the middle of the game, and let's it's the fifth inning. Let's get the. I, I don't need. I, I I think there's too much stuff. Yeah. You know, here's this little. You know this. You know all of these statistics. I mean, come on, just show me the. But Fox last year, I thought did a tremendous job uh, of presenting the Field of Dreams game, and I thought that they, it, when it was time to get out of the way of the game, they got out of the way of the game. I mean, I thought that they did a a really nice job of presenting that game, and and it really was it was a fun, cool night to watch that. It was a beautiful presentation. They they kind of it almost seemed like they're trying to film it kind of like a movie, you know, just letting the scene speak for itself and the game speak for itself. So it was a really cool broadcast. Well, I, you know, and I don't know a lot about television directors and producers and all that and but I know this, whoever was in charge, they did a nice job. I mean, in in yes. a lot of times I think we we overproduce these these broadcasts. Particularly the bigger the game, you know, there's more bells and whistles and in Look, do we need all of that? I mean, it, no. but most of the time, I don't think we do. But again, I thought Fox did a tremendous job of producing that game. So, anyway, uh, we'll uh, we'll tell you about we'll talk a little bit about that. Rangers get the series even with uh, with the Astros. Uh, we'll talk some Cowboys today. We'll talk some Baylor football today. We're going to talk some Aggie football today. Jeff Tarpley from uh, Gigum Two Four Seven Sports is going to join us. Get us caught up on camp. Down, uh, down in Aggieland, and uh, we'll uh, we'll do that. Bryce Cherry will uh, join us from the Waco Trib and talk some high school football, talk some uh, talk some uh, volleyball. We'll uh, we'll get into that. So we got a lot of stuff going on on the program today. So we're glad you're with us as uh, we get uh, we get kick started here. Let's welcome in to. By the way, we're in the Allen Samuel Studios, uh, and we're presented by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend 
in the car business. Did you get any rain last night? Oh, it poured in Whitney, Texas. Oh, thank you. I don't want to hear another word. <laughs> it, look, when I got home, it, first of all, it sprinkled here at the studio. Just sprinkled. And when I got home, uh, my grass was basically dry. Now, I did see a little puddle of water on the top of the uh, trash can, you know, the trash can yeah. lid. So that tells me we got a little something. But again, my grass was was dry. Uh, we did not get, and I, I saw uh, what looked like on the news last night, a pretty good shower out in the Riesel area. So I think it was spotty and hit and miss. But I'll tell you what it did do. It was 82 degrees or 83 mm-hmm. degrees, and that was nice. It got down so. about like 74 where I was at because it was like, it was coming down, like hardest I've seen in a long time. How about that? Did you take a picture of it? Because I, you know, I'd like to see what rain looks like. I didn't take a picture, but I did dance in the rain a All little right, bit. There you go. Hey, let's welcome in Mike Ray to the program from the uh, Humane Society of Central Texas. Michael, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. You guys doing okay? Doing all right. Doing all right. Did you get any rain where where, where you live? I got a little bit. Yeah. So it sprinkled a little bit. Um, Nothing too, too heavy. It was definitely kind of windy out here, but, um, but yeah, nothing too heavy, but a little better than nothing, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you you could tell we're in a, in a severe drought when we're asking everybody, did you get some, you know, a sprinkle or did you get some (laughs) rain? And yeah, so it's a, uh, I, we didn't get enough where I live to, um, you know, again, my, when I got home from work, the, uh, the ground was was already dry. Uh, what do you got going on? What's happening at the Humane Society this week? Oh, uh, uh, same, same old, same old right now. We're just kind of going through this summer of uh, strays, I guess you want to call it. We've got so many dogs coming in. Um, uh, I think yesterday around 3 o'clock we had uh, dogs staying in outside kennels. Um, didn't have any space for them in the, uh, the main kennel, so uh, you know, trying to get some some dogs adopted. Luckily, we did. Uh, we got a vet from out of town in right now, and she's doing uh, literally fix, doing spay and neuter surgeries on every single dog in the shelter. So, pretty much anything up there now, if you come up and want to adopt it, you can take it home that day. Um, doing the free adoption still. Um, just been a you know a crazy crazy summer with the amount of intake numbers. The adoption numbers are about the same as they were last year. But it's just the amount of dogs come in. It's just you know, it's Waco's almost outgrown that shelter we have here. Has well, let me let me go at it a different way. Does the drought have any kind of effect on the dogs getting out and, and, and getting loose? I mean, is it to where they're 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 searching for some water or some shade? I mean, what, what's does that have anything to do with it? Yeah, I think so. I think I think definitely the the searching for shade is probably a, a pretty accurate statement um you know if there's dogs are gonna if they're in a yard somewhere and there's there's no source of way to get out of the heat then they're gonna want to get out of the heat so um that's definitely a a possibility um i think that and i think just the community has grown um so much here in the past couple years um you know so the shelter is just kind of uh you know we'll we'll know around october or so if this is going to be the new normal um, but right now it's looking like just the, the people, uh, community has just grown so much in the past couple of years. I think, you know, we just might have outgrown this shelter here. So what are, what are our immediate needs at the, at the shelter this morning? Um, volunteers, uh, volunteers come walk dogs. Um, 
food donations uh, for you know dogs going into foster care, uh, and then new fosters. You know, we had uh, uh, three dogs surrendered on uh, Saturday. They're all a little bit older. Um, one of them was a Pyrenees, and one of them was a little pit bull. And Pyrenees, I think, was nine years old and lived with this pit bull the whole life. And uh, we ended up sending the, the Pyrenees to rescue, and um, just he was moping around, whatnot. And so uh, we were able to take the pit bull out to that rescue with the with the Pyrenees. And as soon as the Pyrenees saw the his buddy, he just kind of cheered back up, which is one of those things that kind of makes you you know, feel good about what you're doing. And so, uh, Pyrenees wasn't eating or anything like that. And as soon as he saw, saw old Lucky, he just perked up and, and started eating again and being part of the pack and just needed to miss his buddy. So, uh, kind of cool to see that. All right, Mike. Uh, so give us an address, give us a phone number. If somebody wants to come, uh, come take a look at some of the, uh, some of the animals, maybe for uh, adoption or fostering, uh, how can they, how can they get a hold of you guys? Uh, give us a call, 254-754-1454, um, and the website is hsctx.org, open Monday through Friday from 11 to 6, and Saturday from 10 to 5. All right, Mike, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That's Mike Gray from the uh, Animal Humane Society. If you get a chance, you know, maybe uh, maybe it's your lunch hour or something and you want to go just walk a dog or something, and you, you're going to get some exercise and you're going to help an animal get some exercise, and they desperately need some help right now. So there you go. All right, 709. Uh, let's see. Did you see where uh, Deshaun Watson is going to play Friday night? Yes, for, I for did Cleveland? see that. I, and here's the deal. And, and again, I, I, don't, I don't have a – you know, I don't think it's that big a deal other than, and I know that the, the, the Browns are going to play some of their starters, but here's here's what, you know, if I don't know if you should be up in arms about it or not. I mean, he's going to face a six, right now he's facing a six-game suspension. If you're the Browns, don't you want to play Brissett or whoever else you may think has an opportunity to get into a football game? Because you got six weeks without Deshaun Watson. That's what you would think, but I mean, I guess they they might be so I don't know if desperate's the right word, but they really really want to see what he can do with the teammates that he's got around him. But it, again, it doesn't make sense when he's got a six game suspension coming up at least. I think that's too late. I mean, you've yeah. already made the commitment. It doesn't matter what's around him; he's yeah. going to be your guy yeah. at some point. It may be twenty twenty three, but he's going to be your yeah. guy at some point. Right now, they've got to get whoever ready. I mean, and it looks like it's. Uh, Brissett, Jacoby Brissett, but I mean, I would think that, you know, uh, or, or maybe you're saying, you know what, Brissett's our guy. We know he's our guy. We don't want to get him dinged up. And I, I don't know. I, I think if you're going to play some of your starters, or, and, and they're going to play starters, last year they did not, but they're going to play starters. So if you're going to play starters in your first exhibition game, wouldn't that be your guy? Because he is technically your starter. Deshaun Watson's not your starter right now. Yeah. Deshaun Watson may be your starter in week seven, may not be. I mean, we don't know how this thing's going to go. Uh, we don't know how the, the you know, none of this is going to go. Uh, and once, once there is another ruling, what does the players union do? I mean, I mean, this thing could drag out for a while. Uh, you know, c- could he play a couple of games in regular season games and then have to sit again? I mean, it, it, is all this going to be resolved Within the first six weeks of the of the regular season, I don't know. There are just so many directions that this this whole 
thing could go. I mean, you know, like you said, there could be times where he could serve a six-game suspension and the the new investigation isn't done yet, so he could play for two games and then they find a new ruling and then he'd be out for the rest of the season. There's just so many situations that could come out of this. I'm curious, and i got to believe that the football people within the Browns organization had to know that this was not going to be a simple, easy situation. You had to know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had to know that he was facing all kinds of issues. Uh, but yet you took him anyway and you gave – you know what? Who's doing backflips is the Houston Texans. They, they're they not going through this mess again. Not like they did a year ago. Nope. Where all you heard, you know, because Deshaun was in the, was in the facility – uh, what, what's his participation? I mean, they every single day they were talking about Deshaun Watson in Houston Texans camp, and Houston was committed not to, to you know, they, they were going to move him. Uh, they were they, they were committed not to playing him. So, uh, but that's all they heard. So they got to be thrilled right now uh, that this is not their problem anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's like he's your problem now, pretty much. And, and we're not making light of the situation. We're we're talking about the football yes. aspect of it. And the football aspect of it is he's now a Cleveland Brown. But when is he going to be able to participate in a regular season game? Is it going to be in that seventh game? Is it going to be longer? If it's up to the NFL, if it's up to Roger Goodell, he's going to sit the entire 2022 mm-hmm. season, which would mean. He has just sat for two consecutive seasons. How, you know, where is he getting ready for 2023? Now, that's the case, That's the worst case scenario for Watson and the Browns. Best case scenario is it, it remains six games, and on that seventh game, he's on the football field for him. But again, I'll ask you, how good is he going to be after sitting, what, a year and a third or, you know, a year and a half, whatever you want to say? I mean, that's that's a lot of time away from your your um, your job. And you can say, well, he's been practiced. No, sorry. No. Uh, that's a different animal. Yeah, practice speed and game speed is completely different. Yeah, so there's, there's no way that that's going to, you know, that's going to relate. Uh, but, you know, timing-wise, how much work has he gotten with, with, with his – receiving core in in a game i mean so and maybe that's why they do this but are these guys going to be going nine thousand miles an hour in an exhibition game in august no, no way no way so uh it, it's interesting but they are going to play him uh, to, uh on friday night so when when exhibition games get going cowboys will play saturday night in denver we'll have it right here on espn central texas a little later on in the program we're going to talk to rj Choa about the uh, about the cowboys and where they are in camp and then tomorrow by the way kyle yeomans will join us from denver and get us up to date on the cowboys cowboys scrimmaging and practicing with denver today and i think again tomorrow and then they'll uh, then they'll play the game on Saturday. So this is they're getting some work done in uh, in Denver with the uh, with the Broncos. So that's where they are with that. All right, uh, seven fourteen. We'll uh, we'll talk some Ranger baseball coming up in just a couple of minutes. We're also going to talk about our uh, our weather forecast here in just a couple of minutes as well as we roll through a Thursday morning right here on ESPN Central Texas, your uh, flagship station for Baylor athletics. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. Going to be partly cloudy today up until about midday, and then expect cloudy skies for the remainder of the day. No mention of rain, however, in the forecast. Do look for a high today of 101. Right now, we have got uh, partly cloudy skies. It's 74 degrees. 
Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12, they tried to put a bear hug on the Pac-12. Okay, what does that mean? It means that they use some of those talks to take a peek at the Pac-12 and its finances while at the same time singling out some of those member schools of the Pac-12 and saying, come be with us. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Calling all my local ladies. This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Our season is in full swing, and we are looking for new rock stars in all departments. If you're tired of your everyday run-of-the-mill gig and long for something greater with good, solid income, then hightail yourselves down here ASAP. Bring your spunk and enthusiasm. Do yourselves a favor and join our rowdy bunch today. Come see us at 4201 South Jack Colchin Freeway, right off I-35 and New Road at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 718, 18 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Again, if you miss anything on the program today, you can always go back to CentexSportsFan.com and catch it in in a podcast form. We've got uh, the Matt Mosley Show, the John Morse Program, and, of course, our show up in a uh, podcast form every day for you at CentexSportsFan.com. From the CNC Collision Center text line, and that, by the way, is 254-662-1660. Jeff says, so my question is, since Watson sat out all of last year, and if he does the six games as of now – could they consider that the time served? And I don't believe they could. I would think that that was simply a team decision on the part of the Texans a year ago. Uh, the ruling didn't come down till this summer, and so I, I don't think that that would uh, that would fly with the no. with the NFL. So uh, to answer your question, Jeff, I'm pretty pretty sure that that's not going to work for for uh, for Deshaun Watson. But you know, uh, we'll see how uh, how how the ruling goes on the appeal. I mean, the uh, Judge Robinson said six games, and now the uh, the NFL said no. The uh, 
the the evidence says that this thing was a lot worse than than what a six game suspension warrants. So they're looking at uh, well, I mean they're seeking a at least a one year suspension of uh of Deshaun Watson. So we'll we'll see what uh, what the appeal judge says. I mean, see, NFL just keep going until they get what they want. I guess. I mean, compared to other stuff, I mean, Calvin Ridley he got suspended a year for betting on his own team, mm-hmm. and there's you know. You know, Elliot. Elliot got uh, that suspension after a while for his allegations against him as well. I believe that was a six game, but I don't know. I think comparatively, a lot of people are calling not just the NFL, but a lot of people are were saying that the six game suspension wasn't enough either. You know, for Watson. And we're going to find out. But again, you know, they one of the things that that Roger Goodell talked about was the evidence, the evidence, the evidence. And I'm in, in, it got me to thinking about the evidence. If the evidence was that clear, then why wasn't there a, 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 uh, why wasn't the district attorney able to find enough evidence to, uh, to move forward? No idea. I mean, if, if, if the evidence was that clear from the very beginning, then, Mm -hmm. then, the sentencing would have been a lot more harsh. And let's be clear, <laughs> and no pun intended. Clearly, the a, from a uh, from a legal standpoint and from a a league behavioral st- rules and regs, it, it could be very very different. And, and Goodell may be talking about, hey, look, it was clear that he violated NFL policy, where the district attorney in Harris County is saying, hey, we don't have enough illegal evidence to to move forward with an indictment and, and they could be very different but every time you hear Goodell talk about uh the evidence the evidence the evidence it, it, I immediately go well why wasn't there a a um an indictment but uh, clearly it's you know rule violations and conduct violations uh set forth by the NFL and and the legal ramifications are, are clearly different, but it does get you to thinking about that. Yes. Because I mean, he has pounded uh, the fact that, you know, the evidence is incredibly clear that, that this happened, and that's why he is insistent on a one-year suspension. So anyway, all right, uh, enough of Deshaun Watson for, for <laughs> this morning. My goodness, 722. Uh, and the Rangers, even the series with the Astros last night, how about the uh, Astros and the Rangers? Is it, I mean, simply from not, not from Texas's point of view, but really from Houston's perspective, isn't this a team that they ought to wallop around? I mean, I know that they beat them, and they beat the Rangers' best arm night before last. Yeah, uh, you would think, hey, get the broom out. We we beat their one guy. Now what? You know, let's go. Let's let's go get you know, several wins here against this team. Yeah, if recent history says anything, that's been the case. This silver boot series, as they call it, has been completely one-sided in favor of Houston. And I guess they expect that trend to continue when they put Verlander on the mound, but that was not the case last night. I mean, Houston has 22 more wins than Texas does. So I'm sure they were a bit surprised, especially with Verlander on the mound, that the Rangers were able to put up eight total runs. Well, they go to extra innings. Game's tied at, uh, at uh, what, four? No, three uh, going to extra innings. And the Rangers scored five, count them, five in the top of the 10th inning, including a three-run double from Tavares. 1-0. 
Tavares rips one in a right center field, a base hit. That's going to score multiple. One run in. Seeger scores. Garcia being sent home. The relay throw from Pena doesn't even happen as he puts it in his back pocket. It's a bases clearing double for Leody Tavares. And the Rangers lead 8-3. to three. So there you go. That uh, that got the the uh, series tied at a game apiece. They'll play today at twelve thirty, right? Yes. And that's going to be on Fox Sports Central Texas. Yes. I, I just noticed that uh, I made a mistake on our scheduling, <laughs> but it it will be down the hall on Fox Sports Central Texas. Twelve thirty for the pregame, one o'clock for the first pitch. And uh, boy, I mean, from Houston's perspective, they got to win the game. Yes. You can't lose a series to Texas in no. August. No, not at all, especially, again, with the crazy win differential and how, just how many games behind Houston that the Rangers are. You know, I mean, if they were to lose a series at at home against the Rangers, as far as Houston's concerned, that would be a total embarrassment. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, right now, and I know the, the Yankees won, uh, but uh, or they lost yesterday, but they won. They, New York is in a skid. They've lost, I think, four of their last five or five of their last six, yep. something like that. Which uh, happens. Yeah, it, it does. But you got if you're Houston, take advantage of that mm-hmm. because you're looking for home field and all that kind of stuff. Yes. So, I mean, look, the, the Astros are going to win the West. <laughs> no I mean, I don't no question. No, that's not in doubt. But, you know, are you going to have the number one seed in the American League or is, or is it the, the Yankees? So, uh, the Yankees and the Astros now tied at 71 wins and 41 losses they are dead even for that that number one seed in the american league but uh, yeah i mean if you're houston you you gotta get you gotta go take care of business if the rangers you're looking to continue to win and and uh and play spoiler and and you know you're looking you're looking to win as many games and be as competitive in as many games as you possibly can uh, and again, we'll have to take a look at where this team finishes at the end of the year when the dust settles in, in late September, early October. And, and, you know, was was this a successful season in terms of moving forward with the, with the program? Not necessarily in wins. Now, I'm going to look at wins because at the end of the day, that, you know, like we're going to judge you on wins. I mean, that's – but we also understand that this team – has some deficiencies and particularly pitching yes. deficiencies. But again, you spent $580 million there's on ga- players. There's got to be improvement there, somewhere. There has to be marked improvement on the part of the Rangers if this is to be considered. I mean, 64 wins, not going to do it. Nope. Now, when you had 60 that, a year ago with a bad ball club. Yeah, if you're Chris Woodward, that will not secure your job at shouldn't. all. It shouldn't. Nope. But we'll see. All right, uh, that is a look at the Rangers and the Astros. And again, they play at one o five this afternoon, 12.30 broadcast time on Fox Sports Central Texas. And we'll have that for you right here uh, on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, uh, at uh, 12.30 this afternoon. Uh, coming up next, we are going to talk some Cowboy football with you. And we're going to get to uh, Oxnard with a report from Christy Scales, brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Check him out at richardcarr.com. Hi everyone from Colorado where the Cowboys are practicing against the Broncos. I'm Christy Scales with a training camp report. Zeke Elliott tells you about the benefits of a joint practice right after this. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. The Cowboys are in Inglewood, Colorado today for a joint practice with the Broncos. Running back Zeke Elliott knows this is great work for veteran starters like himself and Dak and guys like Zach Martin and Tyron Smith, who coaches will rest in Saturday's preseason opener. Yeah, it, just, it gives us a chance to, to go out there and, and get those looks. Uh, I mean, let's say we didn't do the joint practice. We'll just be practicing against our defense and a lot of older guys that, that don't play in those preseason games. I think normally there's one where, you know, you get where guys are playing one drive or one series. We can get a day against another team, get some different looks. Saturday night's preseason opener at Mile High kicks off at 8 o'clock Central. With the boys in Colorado, I'm Christy Scales. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. It took an extra inning, but the Rangers beat the Astros 8-4. That three-game series in Houston ends this afternoon at 1, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baseball's Field of Dreams game is tonight with the Chicago Cubs taking on the Cincinnati Reds. First pitch is at 6-15 on Fox. The Midway All-Stars are 2-0 at the Little League Softball World Series after Scenario Hughes struck out 16 of 18 batters faced and no-hit Puerto Rico in a 2-0 victory. The next action will be Friday at 6 o'clock against Virginia. The FedEx Cup playoff gets underway today with the St. Jude Championship in Memphis. Tony Finau is the defending champion. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas.
7.31, and R.J. Achua from Blog of the Boys joins us here on ESPN Central Texas. R.J., man, you can feel it. We're just a couple of days away from some real football. It's exciting, guys. Uh, walking into the field of dreams tonight, walking out into um, the great iron of heaven. I don't know. That doesn't that name doesn't strike the same, but, uh, you know, it's a mistake that I've already made today. <laughs> hey, let, let's talk – Let's talk kicking game here. Uh, this thing, this thing could turn into a mess. I mean, you know, I would, I would argue that my uh, listeners and followers and viewers um, feel like I talk kicking too much. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, fairly passionate about this. I mean, the Cowboys played nine games last year that were decided by one possession. Um, and you know, that, that includes the playoff loss to the 49ers, which, you know, you could argue with maybe made a little bit too close um, as far as the final score is concerned, but th- this is the NFL. I mean, the, the margin for error is razor thin. And I know that, you know, conventional uh, wisdom when it comes to kickers is, oh, they're just kickers. They're insignificant. They're a dime a dozen. Um, you know, who cares? This, this is a position that scores points. I mean, it is really a position that scores points. Um, so, so you have to treat it as such, you have to value it as such. And the Cowboys, you know, I understand that they were kind of in a, in a mess this, this week. And so they went back to Brett Maher, a decision that's difficult to kind of reconcile with. But what, what upsets me is, is this was a hundred percent preventable. This was a hundred percent predictable. The Cowboys approached this position with no seriousness over the off season. They, they planned on hitting the lotto. That was their, their big plan by signing Jonathan Garibay. It's, it's like they didn't study for the test and, and, you know, they're sitting here, you know, with a, with a final grade of a 42 and they're like, what happened? I don't understand. You know, this is so unfair. How, how could you possibly grade us this when we did no work, no studying and no prep whatsoever? Yeah. And that's exactly, uh, you know, my feeling on this. I mean, the kicking game, and, and I know it's not sexy as you pointed out, but the kicking game, it, it, it's the third phase of this thing. I mean, your your punting team is so critical to your success. Flipping the field, there's there's a million things that go into the kicking game that may not be the fun stuff for fans to watch and, and, and pay attention to. But it, it, it a lot of times, as you point out, it decides who wins and who loses on Sunday afternoon. I would argue that more importantly or bigger than deciding who wins and who loses on Sunday afternoons. I mean, it, it changes legacies. I mean, it, you know, how many playoff games have we watched come down to a kick or a missed kick or to your point, a punt or a great return. Um, and, and I understand if it's as important as is your quarterback or your, your top receiver or things like that. No, but I can tell you what, if, if my, my job, my every waking objective was to, to make the best football team that I possibly could, I would care about this. And especially if my job was to, I don't know, coordinate this particular phase of the game, I would imagine that I would have a higher level of uh, purpose and study when it came to this. And that's, that's, you know, kind of where things fall short for me is, is the world tends to praise John Fossil as this uh, amazing special teams coordinator because he, he's wacky and he's crazy and he goes for it on fourth downs and, and that's awesome. That's great. But it's all meaningless if you can't score points. That the, the winner is the team who scores the most points. And if you're willing to leave this to chance, I mean, I, I just I don't know how I can I can make peace with myself at that. Brett Maher, you know, I, I, I hope to God he, he improved himself last year with the New Orleans Saints, as many people have pointed out. But Jerry Jones said last Saturday that, that what he valued most, which I disagree with, by the way, but was consistency in the extra point game. 
It's worth mentioning that Brett Maher was a less reliable extra point kicker than Greg Zerline last season. And, and obviously Greg Zerline wasn't enough for this team. And so um, maybe the answer is they don't care about the hypocrisy, but Brett Maher has played 29 games for the Cowboys in his career. And he has missed a kick of some kind, therefore costing the team points in 16 of them. Wow. Uh, RJ looking f- ahead to Saturday's game which rookie in your opinion do you think we should follow the most at on Saturday's game against Denver you know that's such a great question I think we've kind of forgotten about the rookie class just because like the house has been on fire and so you know we've kind of had to put them out and things like that um I I would just you know it's it's chalk and maybe cheating but the top three are are kind of where the, the highest level of fascination is Tyler Smith has had a pretty good camp um, so I think it's, you know, I, I think watching them is, is happening for different reasons. Tyler Smith is just justifying what has happened throughout camp. It's so difficult to get a proper read on offensive line play uh, when you're playing against your own team. So Tyler Smith is exciting in that sense. It would be awesome to see Sam Williams thrive and Sam Williams, you know, have high levels of success or any kind of success. Obviously, he's not going to walk out with 10 sacks or anything like that. And Jalen Tolbert, you know, it's, it's been a, a little bit. We've seen Noah Brown and Timmy Pahoko kind of dominating the headlines as far as camp performances so far. But, you know, we this week, you know, the Cowboys threw a kicker bone at us, and, we, and we've been distracted by that. But this team still needs reliable wide receiver play in general, let alone, you know, uh, in the immediate part of the regular season. And Jalen Tolbert figures to be a big part of that. So it would be nice to see some some justifying that he's definitely ready for that role as well. RJ, you've uh, you follow this thing, uh, this team through camp. Is there a guy that uh, that when when camp started, he was just a guy filling a, a uniform. He was a blocking dummy, or whatever the case may be. And then now, all of a sudden, hey, this is a guy that really has a, a chance to be on this roster. Is there a, is there one guy that just kind of uh, separated himself in the in that department? You know, offensively, I would say it's probably Noah Brown. Um, a year ago, I did not think, you know, we do all our particular roster predictions and things like that. I did not think Noah would make it. I, I thought Simi Fajoko would kind of spell the end of his career in Dallas. And, and he had a great camp then. Um, but, but he's had a great camp from an offensive standpoint. And so he does, you know, we are talking about a team that needs receiver play early on. And then he, he seems ready for that challenge. I would like to see some some corroborating of that against a different team, which is why I'm excited, not just for Saturday, but for the joint practice against the Denver Broncos today. Um, but to Noah Brown's probably that guy on offense. On defense, I don't know that he was just a guy, at least to me. You know, in, in my heart, he's, he's wonderful. But, but there are a lot of people who have been so down on Anthony Brown. Uh, he had a poor game against the Buccaneers in the season opener last year. He had a poor game. Uh, on Thanksgiving Day against the the Las Vegas Raiders. And so, you know, a lot of people kind of swoop in to watch, you know, big uh, sort of tentpole games like the opener or Thanksgiving. And so, you know, they think Anthony Brown is trash. But Anthony Brown very quietly had the best season of his career. It was just overshadowed at the cornerback position by Trayvon Diggs having a 1,000 interceptions. And so, I, I mean, Anthony Brown has kept that play up. He, I would argue he's actually been the, the you know, if, if you remove the, the Micah Parsons of the world, I would argue Anthony Brown's been MVP of camp so far. He has probably had the best overall camp of anybody. Um, and that's really exciting. It's helped, I think, raise the floor of, uh, of the cornerback position. And it's helped, you know, mitigate the, the distance or the gap that Kelvin Joseph has not reached himself. It, the second year for the second-round corner, Kelvin has probably had the worst camp, I, I think, of any player, especially relative to expectation and context. And so, you know, Anthony Brown, I think, um, deserves a little bit more flowers. 
blogging the boys in ESPN San Antonio's RJ Ochoa with us this morning. RJ, uh, w- what are the goals for the Cowboys with the with the inter not the inter squad, but with the scrimmages and the and the dual practices with Denver and then the game on Saturday night? What are the Cowboys looking to get out of these next three days? Well, you know, the obligatory thing is to say, don't get hurt. You yeah. don't want any injuries, and, and that's obviously true. Um, but, but I think it, it is corroboration, you know, uh, like I feel, I think feeling confident in, in the things you've done, the things you've installed, um, that, that they are having success that you haven't just learned to expose and exploit the, the weakness on the other side of the ball within your own team. Um, and, and I think it's, you know, synchronization. Um, I mean, it, it is easy to forget or gloss over the fact that, you know, the, the last regular or the last, you know, sort of moment that counted for this team was, was a, a poor execution of a, of a sort of mundane thing. Um, so it would be nice to see them get snaps off and, and kind of have plays go off without a hitch. Um, and I also think, you know, this is low hanging fruit, but, but it is true. You know, this is a team that had a lot of penalties. A year ago. This is a team that, that you know, was, was a bit sloppy in that regard. So, It'd be nice to kind of see them. It is just a joint practice. And so, you know, you have to kind of keep that in mind the entire time. But it'd be nice to see them go through the entire thing uh, without, you know, instigating anything, without, you know, any sort of flags. We'll obviously have referees and officials involved. Um, I I don't expect any sort of big-time plays. But you, you can do simple things like that to make you feel like you are headed in the right direction. Hey, we, we've talked about the rookies uh, just a moment ago, but what, and, and we all have questions about where this team is in in certain areas, and only time will answer those questions. What are your What are your top two or three questions with this football team right now as they get ready to play their first exhibition game? Yeah, you know, my my first question is depth, and and that's you know I, I do feel like this team is very top heavy. Um, this, this team is like, you know, if you're playing the, the big final level box level of Super Mario and you have one life, you know what I mean? You don't have any to, to spare. So you, you got to pass through all the checkpoints and just kind of, you know, hope and pray that you don't run into the wrong, you know, toad or something like that. Um, so, so depth, I mean, they are going to face challenges. They're going, it's a battle of attrition. There's going to be something unforeseen that happens to them. And I don't think they're ready for that. And so I, I think they have to find the answer to that. Uh, you know, whether that's by proving that the answer is not on their team currently or establishing that point of depth. Beyond that, I think they have to figure out kind of who they are, what, what their identity is on, on offense. I mean, are you going to just be a team that lets Dak Prescott throw up 50 times? That that hasn't worked for you in the past. Are you actually going to try to run this thing, you know, into the ground with Zeke because, you know, you so desperately want to be the feed Zeke team? Are you willing and open to the idea of incorporating Tony Pollard? You know, can you use C.D. Lamb? I, I mean, you know, part of the reality here, and we're all excited about C.D., is that this is not a team that truly featured Amari Cooper as their number one wide receiver a year ago. So can you do that with C.D. Lamb? Are you willing? And I think on the defensive side of the ball, it's it's how badly is the is the eventual regression going to catch up to you? I, I mean, Cowboys fans can, can deny it all they want or, or kind of hope and wish against it, but regression of the mean from a, you know, volume standpoint, a statistical standpoint, it's coming. They, they cannot, they simply cannot. I mean, every, you know, sort of piece of data from history fights against the idea that they could have more takeaways, more sacks here in 2022. So how do you make up for that? How do you mitigate that? How do you overcome, you know, that loss? Because those takeaways swung so many games for you. What other differences can you make throughout the course of the regular season? Has Dak had the camp so far that he's needed to have uh, as the, uh, the, the leader of this team? Yeah, I honestly think that all of the, you know, kind of superstars, all the guys who you would put on your programs, 
Um, I think they've all done what, what was needed. The, the top-heavy portion of the roster, which obviously includes Dak, um, again, through the prism of what you can and cannot accomplish throughout training camp, I think has had what you can expect, what you can hope. Um, Dak has, has said all the right things, done all the right things, um, and, and, you know, played well. Obviously, he's, he's been challenged by the defense, and, and that's been great. He's experimented. He's taken chances. That's what this time of year is for. Um, and so, you know, now it's a matter of time of, you know, all right, you know, we, we've kind of done all we can do. It, it, it's showtime. The curtain's going up. And, um, you know, it's a matter of remembering our lines and, and all the dance moves that we have to hit. <laughs> hey, uh, we appreciate it. What What are you working on for uh, Blog of the Boys right now? Uh, well, you know, you mentioned Dak. We actually have an interview dropping with him next week that we're really excited about. And so, um, you know, talking about a project he's working on, um, it, it's always special when you get to speak to QB1. I did not ask him about a, a curtain rising or dance moves or, or lines <laughs> or things like that. Um, that's just Those are kind of things that I ponder in my own time. I got you. Hey, as always, it is a pleasure, RJ. Thanks so much for your time. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Have a great week. Uh, RJ Achua, blogging the boys. You can tell he's kind of jazzed with the game uh, coming up on Saturday night. Uh, 744. We're 16 away from eight. Uh, from our CNC Collision Center text line, I said we weren't going to get back into the Deshaun Watson thing, but this is pretty good. Uh, from the 254, uh, with, with Watson get, having at least a six-game suspension, somebody asked, is Bernie Kozar available? <laughs> so that's, what a great line. Uh, 744, we're 16 away from 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Morrison's Gifts bringing you game time this morning. You know, in just a few days, and I'm telling you, uh, just a few days, next week, in fact, uh, school starts again. And at Morrison's Gifts, they've got the perfect solution for the students on your list, you could choose a personalized John Hart backpack or maybe a lunchbox. They're now 20% off. How about a luggage piece for uh, for that college student going back to, to college? Well, they've got them. Consuela or Lola brand bags and purses. You know what? You're going to be going to the game. You're going to be going to the volleyball games, the football games, and you know you got to have a clear bag. Well, you can get that clear bag for all your fall sports at Morrison's Gifts. They have them in style, and they got them in stock, and they got them in sizes to fit all of your needs. Great dorm room gifts as well. Hey, remember, they ship to your student anywhere. Anywhere they may be, they'll get it to them. That's Morrison's Gifts. They're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive at the Brazos Square Shopping Center, and that's right next to Jason's Deli. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliott picks that up. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from Empower Field at Mile High. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Broncos. Saturday night at 7 on ESPN Central Texas. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary, and with the doctor, it won't be. 
We have more repair options than anyone in town and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Seems we could all use a bargain right about now. Introducing Family Fun Tuesdays at the ballpark. All season, you and your crew can find half-price Rangers tickets for Tuesday home games, thanks to our friends at Coca-Cola. You'll also find discounted parking, as well as a meal deal for four on Tuesdays. Plus, young fans can meet a player during our Tuesday pregame autograph sessions. Fun and deals for your Tuesdays. Get the details at TexasRangers.com slash Family Fun. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. It took an extra inning, but the Rangers beat the Astros 8-4. That three-game series in Houston ends this afternoon at 1, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baseball's Field of Dreams game is tonight with the Chicago Cubs taking on the Cincinnati Reds. First pitch is at 6-15 on Fox. The Midway All-Stars are 2-0 at the Little League Softball World Series after Scenario Hughes struck out 16 of 18 batters faced and no-hit Puerto Rico in a 2-0 victory. The next action will be Friday at 6 o'clock against Virginia. The FedEx Cup playoff gets underway today with the St. Jude Championship in Memphis. Tony Finau is the defending champion. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 749, drive safely if you're on your way to work this morning. Tom and Ryan with uh, Ward having the day off. He's on vacation this morning. Uh, This is Game Time, your first word in sports here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics. And speaking of uh, Baylor news and notes, uh, camp continues and uh, a couple of things coming out of camp. Well, not actually coming out of camp, but a couple of things involving Baylor football this morning that we thought you'd like to know about. Baylor uh, sophomore starting quarterback Blake Shapin has uh, been named to the 2022 Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award watch list announced by the uh, Tyler Area Chamber of Commerce. So good stuff there for uh, for Blake Shapin. And uh, look, big things expected of Blake. I mean, he, he came in last year and and played well in his two starts, plus uh, coming off the bench in the Kansas State game, won the job in the spring. So, look, there's a, there's there's expectations, and uh, and and I think Blake is going to be one of those guys that shines this year. I think I think he's is poised to have a big time season. And those those two games they started last year were arguably the two biggest games of the season: Big Twelve Championship and then the Sugar Bowl. 
Yeah, um, well, he didn't start the Sugar Bowl. He oh, was he, he was okay. injured. Yeah, uh, Gary That's Bohannon. Right. That's right. Gary Bohannon started the Sugar Bowl, and but uh, he did start the uh, the Big Twelve title game. Yes, hit his first seventeen pass attempts, <laughs> seventeen in a wow. row, on his way to being named the uh, MVP of the game. Uh, uh, it was pretty spectacular to sit sit back and watch. Also, Baylor football players have announced the uh, they have launched the Waco NIL Club. Uh, the Waco NIL Club is simple. It's a membership-based community that allows Baylor fans to make a monthly commitment to, to the players on the team. The minimum commitment is $5. I mean, that's it, just $5. All Baylor players uh, are invited to participate in the club, and, and proceeds are split evenly among the participants. Uh, the players have teamed up with uh, with with Yoke, a, uh, a complete membership platform that provides business tools for athletes to launch a uh, paywalled community to ensure the uh, that digital experiences are uh, are executed properly now the, look you're gonna you're gonna have an opportunity to go online to uh, waconil.com and check out that website and it will have uh, players talking about games and and stuff like that plus uh, 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 looking ahead to to the to the matchups also recruiting story just whatever it's going to be a message board uh, and uh, it's all a part of the NIL program for the Baylor football team. So if you want to uh, participate, you can check that out at WacoNIL.com, and you, you can be a part of it for as little as 5 bucks. So there you go. Uh, 7.52, we're eight away from 8 o'clock. But, uh, again, congratulations to uh, to Blake Shapin being named to the uh, to the watch list. All right. Hey, I want to get into uh, in, into something kind of fun. This is This is interesting to me. And, and it, I hope it's interesting to you. Uh, StubHub's top college football resale tickets. Uh, I saw this on The Athletic, which is a great website, by the way. Uh, what game do you think is the top game as far as resale ticket demand? Alabama and Texas. That's exactly right. Alabama, Texas. Resale ticket value, $569 a ticket. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> All right. Wow. Other games: Notre Dame, Ohio State, five hundred and forty dollars. Alabama and A and M, five hundred and five dollars. Oregon and Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Auburn and Alabama. Starting to get a theme here with this Alabama yeah. deal. Uh, Clemson, Notre Dame, West Virginia, Pitt. Yeah. God. How about that one? Oklahoma, Nebraska, uh, and Florida State, LSU. Those are, those are the uh, StubHub's top games by demand for resale of those games which is the game that you're like i would love to go see that game i mean it's got to be the top one alabama versus texas because we were talking about it earlier this is going to be the first time that alabama has come to austin since october 28th 1922 almost a hundred years since the last time they came to austin how about that and i wonder how they got there <laughs> yeah they, they probably by train or I mean, covered wagon. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I mean, so think about that. They didn't exactly leave on Friday for a walkthrough uh, for Friday night in Austin. No. Uh, man, 1922. Yeah, because they probably didn't. Well, we know they didn't fly. Although, because we were talking about earlier, the first commercial flight wasn't until January 1st, 1914, which was from St. Petersburg, Florida to Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Served so. those peanuts and, and drinks there, did they? <laughs> yeah, St. They did. Pete to Tampa? Uh, when was the first? I wonder when the first college football team 
travel to a game by by airplane. It was the 1929 New Mexico Lobos. The Lobos. They flew to Los Angeles to play USC. How about that? And they ended up taking a train back to Albuquerque because the players had air sickness <laughs> on the flight to LA. Well, <laughs> I I get it. (laughs) You know, you you say Alabama, Texas for you. That's not, I mean, look, am I interested in the game? Absolutely. For for obvious reasons. I mean, there's a million reasons. But I'm telling you, if if I got to pick one game on this list, someone could say, hey, I'm going to spend the money and buy you a ticket for this game. I think I want to see Notre Dame play Ohio State. Oh, yeah. I think that would be so much fun. It's a couple of teams that we don't get to see a whole lot of. Iconic blue butt, blue, say it for me. Blue bloods. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, the Irish and the Buckeyes? Where are they playing? I, you know what? I don't know, but I, Let's th- check. I think it's in the big house. I think it's, I think it's, uh, you know, I don't know. We're. We're, we're efforting that uh man the, if it, they are playing at the horseshoe yeah okay i said big house that's michigan uh but no i would if now look if it was in south bend oh holy wild what, yeah that would be that would be so much you're talking about fun. a rabid a rabid fan base i I, <laughs> I still think that's a game i would like to see oh i agree Okay, CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Here are the, 10, here are the top 10 games by resale ticket demand from StubHub. This according to The Athletic. Again, the number one game was at Alabama-Texas, followed by Notre Dame-Ohio State, Aggies-Alabama, Oregon-Georgia, Michigan-Ohio State, so the Buckeyes were on there twice, Auburn-Alabama, there would be a knockdown drag out, Clemson and Notre Dame, West Virginia Pitt, Oklahoma, Nebraska. Boy, that used to be a fun one. They would play that one Thanksgiving weekend. Holy moly, that was always a good one. And then uh, Florida State and LSU. Tell us what game of those games right there, What what is the one game if you had a free ticket that you'd love to go see? Of those 10 games right there. And again, our CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. Right now, let's continue our Big 12 previews. We're going to welcome into the program the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Kansas State Wildcats. Here's John Morris. Everybody, continuing our series of Big 12 football previews. Today, a second look at the Kansas State Wildcats who may have a volunteer assistant show up at various practices, and it's somebody we know. Give you details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Hi, Kyle Sotrano here with George's Restaurant, Bar, and Catering to tell you about what's new this season. Come enjoy one of our brand new Big O cocktails and try some of our new items like avocado toast, Italian nachos, and shrimp and grits. You can watch the game on our 200-inch Big O screens at either location. Check out our new menus and party package options online at georgeswaco.com or come see for yourself. Serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner Monday through Saturday at both of our locations. George's number one at 1925 Spate Avenue and George's number two at 1201 Hewitt Drive. Sick'em Bears. When it comes to choosing a mortgage lender, exactly who you work with has never mattered more than it does in today's economic climate. The Wood Group of Fairway Mortgage has been and continues to be Waco's most trusted mortgage lender. Ask any expert and they'll tell you now is the best time to purchase a new home. Inventory's up, competition is down, and rates are still historically low. 
I'm Chris Allman with the Wood Group of Fairway Mortgage. Call or text today at 254-717-6111. Let's talk financing and how we can help you afford the home you've always wanted. NMLS license number 1808404. Want the latest in Baylor Nike gear for the new season? Check it out at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at baylorshop.com. Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move. That's why State Farm agent Bart Romig and his team are here to help you go for two by combining your home and auto insurance. It's a great call that saves you time and money. So go for the win and score savings by combining your home and auto. It's just another way we're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Bart Romig at 772-5025 today. Now, here's today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Here's the voice of the Bears, J-Mo. And welcome back. Fun to visit with Coach Chris Kleiman at the Big 12 Football Media Days in Arlington back in July. One of the things we talked to him about was watch out for Jerome Tang, the new Kansas State head basketball coach, showing up at football practice. I warned you earlier, he's yep. going to be on your sidelines as quick as he can get I know out there. It. He's already asked me about calling plays, <laughs> calling defense, and, and uh, you know, but every time we can we can keep him quiet pretty much because he's always talking about that stuff at different events. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Gene or myself would say, until you guys can play five-on-five five in practice, <laughs> quit talking football and go find some friggin' go players. Go find players, <laughs> right. Go find some players. He's like, you guys are right. You guys are right. We're up to six. We're up to seven, yeah. whatever it is. I started at two. Yeah. So he's a great man, excited for him. Another guy, you know, cut his teeth, did it the right way, and he's getting an opportunity, and uh, um, he'll do really well. Our loss is Kansas State's gain. Uh, Coach Tang is just a great person, yep. and I think he'll do really well there. So yep. that's fun to he, see. I think he fits Kansas State. I think you're right. No, nope. I think you're exactly right. Yep. He just connects with all our alums, community, donors, and he's got that, as you guys know, Man, when he comes in the room, it lights up. Yeah. And and that's what you have to have. You can't be just a dry. To, not that Bruce was. Bruce was from a, Bruce Weber won two friggin' Big 12 yeah, championships. Exactly. Uh, and Bruce is a good friend of mine and did it the right way. Uh, but I'm excited because cause Jerome's just got that energy. That's Chris Kleiman, the head football coach at Kansas State. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Just after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat Studios, Tom Barfield, Ryan Fox, Ward has the day off. We're glad you're with us. And Jeff Tarpley joins us now from uh, Gigum 247 Sports. Jeff, good morning. How are you? Doing great, guys. How are y'all doing? Terrific. We appreciate your time this morning. Hey, Jeff, I was just looking. Talk to me about the schedule for the for the Aggies. First true road game doesn't come until October. It's an interesting schedule. It's September, even though there's there's three home games to open it up, is probably a little tougher than what most people would think. Miami is expected to be improved this year. That will be A&M's third opponent. Appalachian State is one of the better uh, G5 programs around, and, and that will be their second game. 
the middle part of the schedule is where it really this is where it really gets interesting though because they have to play Arkansas at at AT&T then they go to Mississippi State then they go to Alabama then they go to South Carolina so that four game stretch in a five game a five week period excuse me uh, they they do get their bye week in there that four game stretch will pretty much determine where they are at the end of the year because they close they they close November uh, with all home games as well. So how they acclimate to playing on the road while playing some young players will have a very, very big impact on where they finish. I'm curious, does Jimbo like the the matchup with Arkansas in uh, at a neutral site, or would he rather be uh, on campus with that game? It's not so much Jimbo as the fact that A&M spent half a billion to – basically demo Kyle Field and rebuild it from the ground up. When you've got that kind of investment in a stadium, uh, when you've had to pay, you've had to finance it, pay for it, uh, you've got to pay off the debt uh, on it. it. It was arranged on Wall Street, so you've got bonds that were issued. As a result, A&M's very interested in getting as many home games as possible to pack that stadium uh, get the money, pay off that financing, and also generate revenue for the for the rest of the athletic department. They're they're going to make more money at Kyle Field now than they are at AT and T, and that certainly wasn't the case when this series was first conceived in 2009. So, for AD Ross Bork, for A and M's uh, hierarchy, which includes uh, the rest of the administration and the donors, they all want to see that game moved to Kyle Field as soon as that contract is up. Uh, switch over to recruiting real quick. Uh, A&M had the top recruiting class as far as the class of 2022 was concerned. Which recruit in your mind do you think will make the make an immediate impact above all others? Oh, that's easy. Evan Stewart. Uh, every time I ask someone about, you know, hey, <laughs> you know, just a general question, who's, who's showing out? Evan Stewart is also is always the first name off of uh, everybody's lips. Not only that, uh, you get – Words like "oh, he's he's nobody can cover him, and he's insane, and uh, he's just he's a fast." You know, it's more than about speed with him. He's an incredibly agile athlete. He's very difficult to press coming off the line of scrimmage. He adjusts to the ball even when you wonder how he can see it, and 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 it comes right into his hands. He doesn't catch it with his body; he's always with his hands, and. He has already moved. He moved in the starting lineup day one in in spring ball. He's in the starting lineup right now, and there's no question that he's going to start. And if they can find a way to get the ball in his hands, he's going to be a big time impact player for this program this year. Where's the twenty three class at right now? They they just haven't made the same type of splash yet. Uh, in 2023 that they did in 2022. It's not that they're not signing uh, quality players in that class. Uh, They just haven't signed them at the same rate that they did last year. And part of that's probably because if you're in the 2023 class, uh, you've probably heard all about that 2022 class, and you're wondering, hey, you know, if I go to A and M, do I have a you know what what are what's my playing time going to look like? So A and M's got to work with that, uh, but they've done very well so far. They've they've 
gotten a number of guys that they targeted and wanted. Uh, the highest rated so far is a five-star linebacker, Anthony Hill out of Denton Ryan. That guy is very, very talented. I, I, I know this is not going to sound – I know this is going to sound like a little over, over arc of his abilities, but – he is a Micah. He could be a Micah Parsons type player for the Aggies. Uh, he, he's a guy that really plays downhill. So that translates not just to lining up a few yards off the ball and hitting the B gap on an inside zone play, but also if you want to put him on the edge and send him, he's a very, very good pass rusher in that regard with very, very good bend. So he's a guy that's going to be, you just know he's going to be a big time player for this program when he steps on campus. Uh, Isaiah Spiller uh, drafted to the NFL back in the spring. Uh, talk about the increased role that Devon Achan will have in this Aggie offense in 2022. A-Chain is, everybody knows he's a sprinter and he's a a, a great, great track guy, but he's also got good balance. He's a little, he's more elusive than you think. His hands are very, very good. Uh, I think he could. The role might change a little bit in terms of if you're going to get him some touches. He's not a 25, 20 to 25 carry a game guy like Spiller was. And in fact, when Spiller was a sophomore, he he dealt with some injuries because he had to carry the load. A&M just didn't have a lot of running backs that year. They actually had to use wide receiver Nia Smith as a backup running back for long stretches of the season. Uh, but if you can get him the ball out on the flanks and if you can get him to carry it on zone runs and, and stretch things out and allow him to plant and go, uh, this is a guy that's going to have a high average per carry. He's going to generate big plays. Uh, we saw that against Alabama last year, but you also saw it in the Orange Bowl the year before. We ripped off that run to give A&M a late lead and help put the Tar Heels away. So he is going to give this A&M offense a different dynamic. He's not going to be the same kind of battering ram, so to speak, that Spiller was, but his ability to generate the chunk plays that A&M wants to see more of, they're going to have a better chance to do it with him in the game. Visiting with Jeff Tarpley from uh, Aggies247sports.com. And, 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 Jeff, when you look at the depth chart, where, where's the biggest competition at uh, e either side of the ball, offense or defense? Where, where's the, where is that one battle that we all should be paying attention to? I think most people would say quarterback simply because A&M's got talent there and they've got different types of – players to work with uh, and quarterback was such an issue for them last year times of course there were, there were problems at wide out and, and, and the offensive line was in flux but you know, Haynes King who has returned from his broken leg to look very very this fall you got Max Johnson who has 14 college starts under his belt at LSU and has been solid and, of course, five-star freshman Kyle Wegman, who probably has the best arm and uh, maybe the best runner out of any of the three. So that has been a really, um, you know, a really good competition so far. Uh, another play is just the defensive line. It, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, they've got so much talent you now. 
with the recruiting classes is not just the 2022 class, but remember that they had three top 10 classes before that. Uh, they've got guys who I understand most people haven't heard of that are going to play bigger roles as you five-star from DeSoto, Shamar Turner, uh, who has great get-off, great strength, over 300 pounds now. He is going to be an impact player for this team, but he didn't play that much last year simply because A&M had so many NFL-caliber guys that went on to the league. Uh, You've got a guy like Anthony Lewis who came into the spring, and he's pushing uh, a former four-star, another former four-star, Missy Adelaide, at one of the defensive end spots, and he's really coming on. Uh, he had a he's he's had very good fall. He had a very good uh, open practice last Sunday. But you look at the defensive line; it's just there's two to three guys at every position that you're sitting there, you're watching, you're going, "Hey, this guy's going to play sometime this year," and it's just kind of ridiculous. And it's understated because there's some guys with experience that probably will be the starters, but that's that's not set in stone, and that situation situation could change over the course of the year. Those guys are going to have to worry. Every week's going to be key for those guys to see who gets the most playing time. Jeff, uh, what are you working on right now for uh, for Gigum two four seven? Just updates. We've got some uh, VIP material on, on quarterback, what the offense is looking like, what the defense is looking like as A&M heads into uh, its first scrimmage of the fall on Saturday. They'll have one more. Uh, look for you know, the quarterback. If you're interested in the quarterback battle, we've got a big write-up on that, again, uh, for our VIP members. And it, they're going to have to get that position settled pretty soon. So the scrimmage coming up this Saturday uh, will go a long way toward determining that. And we talk about, you know, uh, who's who's probably looked the best and why. And uh, we've also got nuggets on the rest of the team. And I'm sure A&M, any A&M fan will enjoy those as well. Hey, uh, has, uh, has Jimbo said when he would like to have that resolved? And, and – Part B to that is, what's your gut tell you on that? Well, it's funny. He said in the press conference last Sunday, somebody asked him the same question. He goes, yesterday. Uh, <laughs> and I, 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 I get the feeling that when it's all said and done, Haynes King is probably, he's most likely to be the guy, at least at this point in time. We've still got a couple of scrimmages to go. But he's he's rebounded very, very well from the injury he suffered last year. He's sharper throwing the football, uh, which is a, a, a which was a big, big deal for him. Uh, and he seems to have because he's been in the system for three years, uh, he has extensive knowledge of what's going on. He, he his, his teammates trust him. And that's not to say that they don't feel like they can, can't win with the other two guys because that's not the case. Both of those other guys are, are doing what they can do, and they've made a, a, an impression on people. But King just has a lot of different attributes that probably fall into his uh, fall into his favor. And again, if you um, if you read read the piece uh, that I put up yesterday, uh, we talk about all of that, and I even talked about some things on Sunday from the open practice that I saw with regard to all three quarterbacks. 
As always, it is a pleasure, man. Jeff, thanks so much for your time. We look forward to visiting with you throughout the football season. And I look forward to being with you guys. Thank you so much for your day. You bet. Have a great day. That is Jeff Tarpley from Gigum 247 Sports uh, getting us up today. If, uh, Haynes King, redshirt sophomore, kind of the leader in the clubhouse, it sounds like. Uh, 14 after 8, 814. Let's uh, get a couple of thoughts here on our CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, Justin says, Bama will kill Texas. Uh, let's see here. Wait, let's say, Bama will kill Texas. Enjoy one. A quarter of uh, hope. I'm setting. Uh, I'm seeing Jimbo and Saban. Uh, I'm seeing Jimbo and Saban fight. I don't. Not following that one real well. Uh, but anyway, he he thinks that uh, that uh, Alabama gets it done. And uh, let's see. We have one more from the CNC Collision Center text line. We want to get to. Uh, this is football junkie, and he says I'm a Longhorn fan, but there's no way I'm paying a minimum of five hundred and sixty dollars to watch Bama beat. Uh, something out of uh, out of them, but uh, I would take a free ticket. That's for sure. And that was our question yeah. of all of those games, those ten games. That, if somebody says, "Here, here's a donation to you. Here's a football ticket. What game do you want to go see?" You know, and there was there was ten there that we talked about. And uh, I'll I'll rip through those real fast for you again here. Uh, Alabama and Texas, Notre Dame and Ohio State. Uh, and that's opening day, by the way, Alabama, uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State. What a way to get your season started. Ohio State's, what, four in the coaches' poll? Notre Dame's five? Uh, I, so that that will be fun. Aggies and Bama, Oregon and Georgia, Michigan and Ohio State, Auburn and Alabama, uh, Clemson, Notre Dame, West Virginia, Pitt, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Florida State, LSU. StubHub's top college games determined by resale ticket demand. And uh, we, you know, six six two sixteen sixty is our CNC Collision Center text line. Jump on. Let us know of those games. Which one would you prefer to go see? There you go. All right, uh, it is uh, eight sixteen. We're sixteen past eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We got some weather info we got to get to for you this morning, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get to that for you right now here on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple and let them help you and your business succeed. Partly cloudy now, going to be sunny later today with a high of 100 degrees. So uh, they've kind of changed that. They've, they've dropped it from 101 to 100. So uh, that's that's exciting news, isn't it? Okay. Uh, currently <laughs> 76 at ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in Director of Intercollegiate Athletics at Megan University, Mac Roach. The NCAA, I guess maybe two months ago, came out and reminded everybody about existing rules and recruiting, and you can't induce student-athletes to come. But until the NCAA goes after a school and levies sanctions against them and does it in a timely manner, people are going to continue to do what they're doing. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nietzsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nietzsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nietzsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Heart of Texas Shooting Center, Waco's premier indoor firing range, is now open. 
This state-of-the-art indoor firing range is climate-controlled and open to the public seven days a week. Bring your own firearm or rent one on site. Experienced and knowledgeable instructors are on site to help you get the most out of your shooting experience. For more information, call 254-492-8300 or log on to hotshootingcenter.com. Located at 5040 South Loop 340 in Waco. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saying, I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an art support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling and Foundation, Myatt Fuels, and Asco Equipment in Belton. I am positive we're going to get a big tennis or golf story <laughs> or something like that from, from Stephanie. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm terrific. I could not be better. I'm fabulous, actually. Fabulous. Fabulous. All right. What's going on? Anything? Well, we got a cold front coming in today. <laughs> I beg your pardon? It's not 105. It's going to be what? 100. That's not a cold front. Kind of. That's not even a cool front. That's no front at all. <laughs> at least it ain't 105. <laughs> is there really a difference between 100 and 105? Once it I gets to so. a certain point, isn't it just stinking hot? Yes, but I... Four or five degrees doesn't make a difference around here. Oh. Right, Ryan? I, I, I'll I agree with Stephanie on this one. Yeah. yeah you're both wrong. But anyway, <laughs> let's, let's what, what do we got? What do we got going on? Bubble soccer. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Bubble soccer. Okay. Look it up, Ryan. I'm, okay. I'm questioning this one, though. No, 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 no. So it's an inflatable bubble that you put. Are your- they tiny? No, they're kind of big. <laughs> like you put over your head and your arms There's go in it. There's a song in there somewhere. I don't know that song. Tiny bubbles. bubbles. Okay, yeah, never mind. Okay. All right. Um, you put this inflatable bubble on you. Yeah. Over your head and arms and you play soccer. But you can only have five players on the team and no goalkeeper. And oh. guess where it started? I'm going to say London. That's just a, just a <laughs> shot in the dark. Yeah. Duh. Is it's, that it? That's it. It's a thing. Unbelievable. It's a thing, and um, five players, but you can't have a goalkeeper, so you, you got to, like, maneuver around each is other. Is that one of those those bubble things that, like, you can go floating around in the water in? in that. In, yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm yeah. talking about. They're, you've run into each other? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> you can I'm bounce off video. each other. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they're getting airborne here. <laughs> now, the this <laughs> bubble is only, Yeah. Now, it doesn't bu- cover your whole body. Right. The ones that I was talking about, I was referring to that y- you can literally go a- and get totally in them and, and yeah. go into a swimming pool or whatever. Yeah, I've seen we did, those. We did that one. I think that's called zorbing. We did that. But this is just like half. It's not a yeah, whole you, bottle. Yeah, you got to be able to run and kick the ball. Well, with, yeah. But you can't use your head. You can't use your arms. 
because they're all in kicking. the bubble. But <laughs> it, it's uh, we're watching some video, and it uh, there's some pretty good collisions. And people really get hurt on this, and they said, especially women. I mean, you wouldn't see me playing this. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they are running wide open. They are and, and flying. We're, so let's pass this website along. So in case somebody who's sitting at work this morning like and is bored and, and, and yeah, doesn't want to work, what, where, where it, are you at? This is on YouTube, and the video is called Bubble Soccer Big Hits. Bubble Soccer Big Hits on YouTube. The biggest collisions in the sports history, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so... Is there a, like a league or I mean what's it's what's just, the deal? It's just starting. So Norway's picked it up. All those little countries over there, and it's just now coming to the U.S. But you can like go on Academy and find your bubble. You can go to Academy and buy your I bubble. I think you can buy it online. Oh, no, online. Yeah, but yeah. So they don't have bubbles on the shelf. No. They, but they have bubbles that you can get. Yes, you can buy it online and. Get a team together. We should get a team together, Tom. I think that that would be a good stress reliever. <laughs> so around here, ne- yes. Next time the boss yells at you. Yeah, just go get your bubble on. That giant. <laughs> it's, it looks like fun, but man. It does. What if you took a hit, a hard hit, man? I wonder if you could pop the bubble. Well, I don't know, but I mean, you're. Uh, we're watching guys that are being literally lifted off the ground three or four feet. I mean, so it's dangerous. Yeah. It's a contact sport. Yeah. So anyway, uh, there you go. But it's the a thing, it, it, well, I, I don't see, I'm, I'm going to question whether it's a thing because you're telling me that they haven't formed a league yet. This is just, I can't find like an actual league. This is here just in the dudes US. And, and getting out there. It's and, a sport. Well, I'm not sure it's a sport. I'm sure it's an, I, I'm, I'm going to right now. I'm calling <laughs> it an activity. It's in the recreational stage of no, development. I mean, it, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> development. I can't. I can't go sport on something that doesn't have a championship well let's just create our own league in Waco well, we could have a championship where would we play I don't out there don't with know. the rabbits uh, rabbits <laughs> in the back at the back of the building here at the we radio could, station yeah we could get a Belton team a temple team you know right take it yeah we could start our own league well we could I'll be the coach Oh, you want to be the coach. You don't want to be in the bubble. and No, I don't want to get hit. I might break a nail. Well, and again, we're, we watched this video here, and there are women that play the, that, uh-huh. that participate. And Yeah, and women get hurt more than men do. I wonder why. I don't know. Are they running faster? Are they colliding harder? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Women are just mean. Is that what it is? I think so. All right, Steph. Well, y'all have a wonderful, fabulous what, what day. You what, what is this called? Bubble soccer? Bubble soccer. By golly, it's a thing. It's a thing. And now, see, I'm not going to think it's on this. It's a thing. No, I, I'm saying it's a recreation right now. It's an activity. Well, I'll keep my eye on it. Yeah. And watch it grow. You just, you know, watch there you it go. grow. <laughs> have a great day. All right, you see too. you later. That, uh, that's Stephanie from sales. Go sell something, Steph. Uh, 825-25 after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us, Tom and, and uh, Ryan Ward with the day off. And uh, we're going to uh, we're going to talk some football and some volleyball and whatever else we can get into with Bryce Cherry coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business and uh, look right now you could celebrate summer with uh, tremendous 2022 models like the grand cherokee grand cherokee 
L, the Renegade, the Wrangler, the Wrangler 4XC. These vehicles bring power, they bring style, and of course, they bring a smooth ride, something you expect from a Jeep. The uh, Grand Cherokee L even brings you the extended seating with third row seating. Come check out the, this vehicle at Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Look, they, as we mentioned before, they've got a tremendous selection of 2022s. they got an outstanding selection of pre-owned vehicles, and they've got an incredible service department plus service uh, from the staff that uh, that's impeccable. So, I mean, this is going to be a great experience for you. If you've never been to Allen Samuels and never gone through the process with Allen Samuels, Ted Teague and his staff are going to take great care of you. They always do. Uh, we've bought several vehicles there, and they have. It's just been a. It's been easy. I mean, it's a simple. It's a simple walk uh, with Allen Samuels. So uh, you, you'll you'll enjoy. It. And then once you've once you've gone through the process, you know what to expect, and you're gonna you're, you're then gonna be really comfortable when you go in there and 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 make that second or third or fourth purchase, whatever the case may be. It's Allen Samuels. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. They are your friend in the car business. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Here's the play. Fourth down and goal from the one. And up. Run and left. Trying to get to the corner. He didn't get there. He didn't get there. He stopped short. He is stopped short of the goal line. Bears hold the Cowboys out of the end zone. That was Desmond Jackson. With the dive for the pylon, Jared McVay kept him out. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Central Texas College offers day, night, weekend, online, and lunchtime classes on multiple sites. So when people ask, what are you up to this weekend? You can be like, "Uh, not much, just earning my college degree. Got any lunch plans? You're like, oh yeah, I got big plans. Find time for those big plans at ctcd.edu. Central Texas College for students of the real world. CTC classes in Colleen, Fort Hood, and online start August 22nd. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has Waco's largest selection of President Donald Trump merchandise items. If you're looking for Trump caps, T-shirts, flags, placards, and more, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond is the place to go. And while you're there, check out their large selection of saddles, tack, guns, ammo, western furniture, and gift items such as metal art and home decor. It's the world's greatest western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boy's Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Midway All-Stars are 2-0 at the Little League Softball World Series after Scenario Hughes struck out 16 of 18 batters faced and no-hit Puerto Rico in a 2-0 victory. 
The next action will be Friday at 6 o'clock against Virginia. It took an extra inning, but the Rangers beat the Astros 8-4. That three-game series in Houston ends this afternoon at 1, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baseball's Field of Dreams game is tonight with the Chicago Cubs taking on the Cincinnati Reds. First pitch is at 6-15 on Fox. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell is appealing the six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. He wants the Browns quarterback suspended for an entire season. The FedEx Cup playoff gets underway today with the St. Jude Championship in Memphis. Tony Finau is the defending champion. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. 831, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we welcome in to the program the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune, Harold Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good morning. How are you? Doing well. How about you guys? Doing okay. Are, are you angry this morning or disappointed this morning with the result of the Astros and the Rangers last night? Hmm, I did have it on, and uh, I guess more frustrated, you know, when – when bullpen, you know, gives away a lead like that. Uh, so, I I mean, I wasn't, like, throwing anything across the room. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 you know, it was frustrating. But, I mean, I also feel like um, I always notice on Twitter there's always a, a lot of overreaction and stuff. And, I mean, it's baseball. I mean, you can lose 62 games in a season – and you're going to have one heck of a year. <laughs> you know? what, what's so, the old saying? You win a third, you lose a third. What do you do with that middle third determines whether you had a good year or not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, they're, they're right there with the Yankees for the best record in baseball so, or, or in the American League. So, uh, Well, that's yeah. kind of what I was getting at. I mean, uh, they need to beat the Rangers right now. I think they're both seventy-one and forty-one, something like that. I think the Yankees and the and the Yankees have kind of stubbed their toll over the last week or so. This is a great opportunity for the Astros playing the Rangers to kind of take advantage. And I know it's the get out of town game today. Uh, isn't this a series? I mean, don't you want uh, to have the best record in the American League and and get those uh, and get those rewards? Absolutely, you do. And uh, again, especially against a team like the Rangers, who, you know, on paper, you certainly should beat. Um, you certainly don't expect to lose on what they call JV Day. Um, you know, it was uh, Justin Verlander, you know, on the mound. And, um, you know, he just, he, he didn't have his best stuff, I don't think, yesterday. But, uh, there's another game today and so they'll be right back at it and so you know you still have a chance to win the series and uh, that's the nice thing about baseball and, you know and it is an interesting thing about sports so the Astros beat the Rangers best uh in in, in really the Rangers only real quality arm so you think well you have Verlander the next day boy you, you, the broom is out this is going to be a sweep and then of course uh, last night happens. That, that's the beauty of sports, and that's really the beauty of baseball. Uh, let's uh, let's let's dive into some of the local stuff. And, and I know you wrote an article, and you covered the game of uh, the, the volleyball match between China Spring and Crawford. Isn't that cool that we can have this caliber of competition? Uh, in 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 look, it's going to make both teams better uh, as they get ready for district. But what a, what a fun way to start the season! Yeah, absolutely. And you see a lot of these kind of matchups, uh, I would say cross classification uh, early in the season as, as teams, you know, look for uh, 
uh, worthy opponents. Um, and, and certainly they, they knew they would, uh, they would get a, a tough match right out of the gate. I mean, uh, Jeff Coker at, at Crawford and Melissa Cole at China spring, they're not afraid to, uh, to play anybody tough. They know that's going to benefit their team. And, um, I, I would say it, it looked like a, a first match of the season in terms of just some of the, the level, the sharpness of play i mean there were there were it was a stretch I, I think i counted it up of about nine points where nobody had a kill uh you know that all the points came on just uh you know hitting long or hitting into the net or you know miss hit or just somebody else's mistake uh i think as you see this season progress both of those teams will play at a higher level what was there from the start for both teams was the competitiveness uh, and just, you know, they, they both were, were hustling and going after, you know, digs and that kind of thing. And, um, now, now both teams have to replace some really, really good players. I mean, some excellent players, some of, some of the best they've ever had. Um, and so, you know, you've got girls that are stepping up and, and taking on new roles. And, and so that, that'll take time too, but, uh, you certainly will see these teams um, in the playoffs and and probably playing deep deep into the playoffs as well. Bryce, uh, we're in week two of of uh, the one uh, A through four A, and also uh, midway since they didn't go through spring, and then five A's and six A's began this week. Have you heard anything uh, any anything interesting coming out of camp and here in Central Texas? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we are talking to a heck of a lot of football coaches. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you get, get little nuggets and, you know, things that, uh, you're like, Oh, okay. That's, that's cool. Um, uh, we had a story today just, um, on, you know, the new options for, for homeschool kids around, uh, around our area, which, uh, I thought DJ Ramirez, uh, our new writer did a good job with, with that story. Um, so, you know, uh, Texas wind has been around for nine years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year they're, they're making the, the drop down to six man football. They feel like it fits their numbers better. Uh, they'll have a little more depth. Um, they've got 22 kids out. And so, you know, that's, that's a nice number for a six man team. It's a little tight if you're an 11 man team. Um, and meanwhile, so with that, with that team uh, going down to six man, uh, a new startup has has begun, and and that one they call the Syntex Outlaws, and um, they're you know they have fewer uh, guys right now than uh, than the wind does, but they're playing eleven man football, and they just want there were I guess kids out there for homeschool kids that still wanted to play eleven man. So, uh, so yeah, they're going to give it a go, and this is their first year. And um, so, you know, they'll play an outlaw schedule. How about that? Uh, <laughs> and, and that's what I was going to say. Scheduling may be a little difficult when you're trying to put things like that together. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I think they have, they do have, you know, enough games and stuff. But uh, I think as they progress, they're hoping to play maybe a few more of the the local private schools, you know, obviously uh, uh, like a, a Riker or something, 
Um, but, you know, I don't think they want to bite off too much their first season. Talking with Bryce Cherry from the uh, Waco Tribune Herald. You guys also had a um, an, ar- an article on uh, – the the uh, the young man from a university that just signed with uh, signed an extension with Oklahoma uh, Thunder. What what a great story that is! First player born in Waco to make it to the NBA and and really having a a, a nice early career. Yeah, absolutely, Kendrick Williams. I mean, he, uh, he they call him Kenny Hustle there in Oklahoma City because that's kind of game he he plays. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was excited you know, to see when he got that, that contract contract extension this summer, um, you know, great for him and his career, because it showed uh, that, you know, first of all, that the Thunder sort of recognized his value uh, beyond just being like a big, you know, 20 point score kind of guy, you know, uh, he, he didn't average that many points, but, um, but certainly was a valuable member of of their rotation and he's sort of uh especially appreciated for his defense he's you know that's that's where he's kind of found his niche right now in the nba but anyway he'll be uh he'll be back home uh in waco you know uh, the next this weekend really i mean uh university's having a a free basketball camp i'll put a plug in for that mm-hmm. uh, friday and saturday over at over at the high school at the gym and um i think it's uh third through fifth grade boys and girls and then sixth through eighth grade boys uh that are uh uh, you know eligible to to go to that camp and uh it's like i said it's free it's two days and um the other thing that they're doing uh is a giveaway and i believe that's on saturday uh and um the giveaway is school supplies and uh haircuts so, you know, as kids are getting, you know, ready to go back to school, that, those are things they can certainly use. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, on our bigger schools, our bigger classification schools, 5A, 6A, uh, here in the greater Waco area. Midway, University, Waco High, those programs have struggled over the last couple of years. I don't think there's any surprise. But I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think all three of these programs – really have a chance to make a a big step forward this year. I I completely agree. Now, um, you know, that's probably all relative considering mm-hmm. uh they, you know, they combined for one win last season. I mean, let's just put it out there. Uh it was not a great year for any of our big schools. Um but um that said, you know, I do, first of all, I do think you have some circumstances, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily call them excuses in, in some of these cases, uh, but some circumstances that, that certainly aided uh, those tough seasons last year, you know, that, that, you know, made it tough, made it tougher than, than, you know, than maybe it could have been. Um, and I think it's going to be huge for Waco High dropping down to class 5A. Um, that doesn't automatically, you know, get you wins or anything like that. But uh, just the fact that you are, you know, Johnny Tusa always used to say it, you know, hey, man, I'd rather be a big fish in a small pond and, and vice versa. You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, and that's that's where Waco High is now. They were they were competing at a level uh, that was that was really tough for them. Um and so now you're in year two under Lyndon Helt, and 
Um, and, and really, you know, that's the case for all three teams mm-hmm. the going into your second year with, with the head coach. Um, and so I, I feel like there's going to be more comfort in the system. I think there's going to be more, um, you know, just more execution, really. I mean, uh, you, you should see improvement. I mean, that's, that's kind of the way it goes with year one and year two under a coach. And so, uh, yeah, I expect all of them to make a jump uh, this year uh, of varying degrees. Okay. I mean, um, to me, the team that has probably the best shot out of uh, at, at making the playoffs would be midway. Um, just cause a, they've been there, you know, sooner than the the rest of the group you know i mean wake ohio university you know their drought is a little bit longer um so i think they're a little bit closer and um i i I think a lot of midway struggles you know last year uh you know obviously they they needed some some guys to step up as playmakers but at the same time that so much was related to that district that they were in um, I think they'll be able to compete a lot better uh, in the new district against, you know, Temple and Cove and Pflugerville Weiss and those schools. Uh, those are schools that, that Midway can compete with. Did you find it interesting that this past spring, Shane Anderson and his staff elected to not go through spring drills? They wanted to continue to to work in the weight room and get bigger and stronger and faster, and they felt like that was a priority for them uh, this fall and that – they uh, they elected not to go through spring. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I was legit surprised when uh, when it first uh, you know when I first got that news that uh, that Midway was skipping spring drills. They still did, of course, all the off season stuff mm-hmm. and the weightlifting and summer strength and conditioning. They did all of that, but uh, but most coaches historically over the years have preferred to have that month of drills in the spring versus one week in the fall. Um, but I uh, sort of, when I thought about it and when Shane talked about it, um, I, I understood it, you know, his logic in terms of, um, that extra, he felt like that extra week in the fall was really going to benefit this young team as they got ready for the season. And, uh, that extra scrimmage that you would get. He wanted to see his guys against another team. Um, and, you know, just having that, that extra scrimmage was going to be a, a big deal. So um, I get it. I can, I can wrap my mind around that. Um, and somebody told me, um, and this was very anecdotal. I have no uh, stats to back this up, but they said, Hey, you know, I think more teams are are going to that. And I was like, really? Okay. Uh, you know, I hadn't really heard that, but, um, but so I don't, I don't know if it's a, uh, anything close to a trend, but, uh, at, at least at Midway, they, they thought it was a good idea and, and I can, I can understand it. What are you working on for the trip this weekend? And, and, uh, what's, uh, what's ahead for, uh, for the Waco trip? Oh man. So obviously we got uh high school football galore coming. Um, and, uh, it'll be uh, 12 straight days of high school football starting uh, starting Saturday, uh, Sunday, I should say. Uh, and the story that's kind of kicking it off is one near and dear to our hearts, um, and that is just a story about Dave Campbell. And it's the first football season that we've had without Dave, and 
Um, certainly he's on all of our minds and thoughts, you know, I mean, uh, he'll never, you know, he'll never stray from that. I mean, uh, Dave, uh, is a legend and was a legend. And, um, so, you know, we'll have kind of a retrospective a little bit on, on, on Dave and Chad Conine's writing that story for us. Um, and then I've got a column coming tomorrow, um, uh, I heard Lark in, in y'all's segment mention that tonight was the uh, was the Field of Dreams game. So I cannot I, wait. I, I cannot wait. Yeah, I, can't, I can't wait either. Uh, and my column will be, you know, I know some people may look at it as like, you know, kind of a gimmick or something. And I'm like, all, I'm all in. Me First too. All, I have been to the Field of Dreams three times. Uh, I have family in that area. And so um, – you know, I I think it's an incredible place, and I love the movie. And uh, to me, it's just you go there and you're a kid again. You know, and I think you see it in the big leaguers too. They just become kids, uh, and it's just baseball in a very pure form. And so, yeah, uh, I've got a column coming about the Field of Dreams as well. Uh, good stuff. Hey, a couple of quick thoughts. Uh, the the little league thing the other day in the uh, uh, in at the Southwest headquarters here on University Parks Drive we mentioned what what a just a pure joy it was to see one 12 year old go hug another 12 year old and it was about it was just about it hadn't you know we're not talking contracts and extensions and it, it was just two kids playing little league baseball and one telling another guy, Hey, it's okay. What a great moment, man. It really was. That sort of blew up, uh, you know, virally, which just shows people's appetite for, for, you know, good news. I mean, obviously it's not good news when a kid gets hit in the head, but he was okay. And, uh, and then, you know, you see that he recognizes that the pitcher is, is struggling, you know, and I get it because, um, no, you know, no pitcher wants to go out and, you know, hit a kid in the head. Um, and, you know, obviously a, a pitch got away from him. And um, so that was, yes, what a cool moment for that kid to, from Oklahoma to, to to walk over to the mound, to, to console that pitcher and, you know, give him a hug, tell him it's all right, you know, I'm doing okay. And, uh, yeah, that, that was one of those moments where you're like, this, we need more of this. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and final thought for you, uh, you mentioned Dave Campbell. Uh, and, and I've said this uh, several times, and, and I mean it. Uh, I don't think we can fully appreciate what we had for several years with, with Mr. Campbell writing uh, you know, writing sports and particularly writing about Baylor and, and Frank Fallon, Mr. Fallon broadcasting the games. We had two of the very best to ever do it, and they called Waco home, and they provided us that information and that entertainment. I mean, I mean, it's it's unbelievable to me to stop and think about it. And you didn't think about it then. You just you just you just enjoyed it. Now you you reflect back on it and go, wow, those two dudes could have done it anywhere they wanted to do it, and they chose Waco. Yeah, absolutely, they're they're icons not just on the local level, not just on the state level, but they were icons on the national level. And yet they were Waco's own, you know, they were, they were hometown guys. And um, I always, I, I, Chad, of course, you know, try, uh, got a couple little things from John and me 
uh, talking about Dave for the story. And, uh, and one of the things I said was, um, you know, when Dave, when I got to Waco 98, and I'll tell a real quick story, but, uh, you know, it, he was, he was done, he was retired from the trip, but he would still come around. And I always said, you know, when he came into the newsroom, it was like Moses coming down from the mountain, you know, I mean, <laughs> did he have the tablet? Like, <laughs> <laughs> probably you know the bible uh, but, 10 things uh, you gotta do when you're a sports writer <laughs> yeah yeah and so he carried that much reverence and yet he was just as approachable as your next door neighbor uh and so there was that dichotomy of you know here's this guy that we all look up to kind of flag jawed and yet He's also your best friend. So, uh, and and I'm I never got a chance really to meet Frank Fallon, but I'm sure it was similar in that regard. And uh, yes, two icons that belong on Waco's Mount Rushmore. Indeed, Bryce, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. We'll let you uh, go back to sleep. We appreciate your time this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, it's only it's only eight fifty one, Bryce. You got a couple more hours. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. <laughs> See you later. That's that's Bryce Terry for the Waco trip. We always give him a, a hard time about sleep until the crack of lunch. It's uh, eight fifty two. <laughs> We're eight away from nine. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. We welcome in Director of Intercollegiate Athletics at Baylor University, Mac Roach. All of the Power Five conferences right now are having conversations. The ACC, obviously, you know, with their TV deal all the way up through 2036, is looking at how they can generate more revenue. Pac-12 down to 10, what do they do? And quite frankly, I really believe the Big 12 is extremely well positioned. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Hey, guys. Hi, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just got in trouble for putting a lifesaver in my mouth. It's the fifth one, and he's diabetic. I spit the other two out. At me. Well, one at you and th- two in the trash, and the one I got right now that you can't stand because I do this. Who's with me on that? We don't like to hear the crunching or the munching. Give us a call and talk about it, 254-235-4922. Or just call her up and just smack in her ear. Ask for Jana. She will go nuts. Do it. 235-4922 or crunchmonster.com. Fixitjimmy.com. In just a few days, area schools start again. At Morrison's Gifts, we have the perfect solution for the students on your list. Choose a personalized John Hart backpack or a lunchbox, now 20% off. How about a luggage piece or a Consuela or Lola brand bag or purse? Need a clear bag for football and fall sports? Morrison's has the style and size to fit your need. Great dorm room gifts as well. Remember, we can ship to your student anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive next to Jason's Deli. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. 
The Midway All-Stars are 2-0 at the Little League Softball World Series after Scenario Hughes struck out 16 of 18 batters faced and no-hit Puerto Rico in a 2-0 victory. The next action will be Friday at 6 o'clock against Virginia. It took an extra inning, but the Rangers beat the Astros 8-4. That three-game series in Houston ends this afternoon at 1, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baseball's Field of Dreams game is tonight with the Chicago Cubs taking on the Cincinnati Reds. First pitch is at 6-15 on Fox. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell is appealing the six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. He wants the Browns quarterback suspended for an entire season. The FedEx Cup playoff gets underway today with the St. Jude Championship in Memphis. Tony Finau is the defending champion. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, uh, 8.55, five away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And um, Greeny's coming up at uh, 9 o'clock this morning. John Morris at 3, Matt Mosley here at 4 o'clock. Uh, and John and Matt are going to be broadcasting live today from uh, the Beta Club. So I uh, look forward to that uh, coming up this afternoon at 3 o'clock. A uh, couple of quick notes here on the recruiting trail. It uh, reports coming out that uh, Cedric Baxter Jr., uh, probably the well, he is ranked the number one running back by Sports Illustrated. Has uh, committed to the University of Texas, uh, joining Arch Manning. So uh, that class continues to look nice for Texas. But uh, Cedric uh, Cedric Baxter Jr. going over to uh, has committed to the University of Texas in that 2023 class. Oh, so there you go. Uh, don't forget, coming up Tuesday, August the 23rd, uh, a couple of weeks away, it is the, uh, it's the uh, Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce kickoff luncheon, and uh, you'll be able to get a Baylor preview from Coach Dave Aranda. And the keynote speaker, and I'm jazzed about this, is Ed Tutal-Jones from the Dallas Cowboys. Remember, Ed played for the Cowboys. Then he decided, hey, I'm going to go be a boxer. And did that for a while, came back and, and, and continued his career. And, and really, not many guys can walk away from the game and come back, but he did, and he played at a high level and had a tremendous career with the Dallas Cowboys. Ed Tutal Jones, the keynote speaker, coming up. And that's uh, 1130 at the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. And you can get your tickets, $55 through the uh, Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce, presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet. So it should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Have yourself a great day. We're right back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas.